Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lifeline. I am your host, Sarah Wilkie, and I am so excited for this week's talk. Thank you so much for joining us again this week, and I just pray that this message will touch the hearts of those who really need to hear it. That being said, I'm going to start us kind of with a little fun fact. Um, I learned this from one of my friends I met here at college. She posted about it actually a few years ago, and it's kind of just never left my mind. Um, The Bible says, do not be afraid 365 times. Wow. To me, it is so cool how in so many different ways, God is in the tiniest of details. Like he put that in there, I believe, 365 times to serve as a daily reminder to us that we do not need to be afraid. That being said, I kind of just wanted to touch on different types of fear that I think are most common in people today. I'm going to talk about five different types of fear. The first one I wrote down is the fear of rejection. The second one, the fear of spiritual warfare. Third, situational fear. Four, the fear of growth. And five, the fear of dying. (laughs) Um, These are just ones that God kind of put on my heart to write about as I was just kind of brainstorming what he wanted me to say in this episode. So the first one I would say is the fear of rejection. I think this is a really common fear in us today, whether it comes to fear of rejection in friendships or whether it comes to fear of rejection in relationships, family family relationships, anything of the sort. I honestly just think that as humans, we just want to be accepted in this world. But um, as followers of Jesus we're called to stand out. And so honestly, we're not always going to be accepted everywhere we go. There's going to be people who don't like what we believe in and don't like us because of it. And while that's hard, I kind of heard this saying, I think through a video, but she said, rejection can be God's protection. And I think that this is so cool because say, for example, if it's in a dating relationship and you put yourself out there and you get rejected, that sucks. And it might be a little embarrassing maybe, but ultimately I think that that could be God's way of protecting us from stepping into this relationship that he knew wouldn't honor him and that he knew wouldn't bring us closer to him. And if you look at it in the same as a friendship way, so say that you want to be friends with someone and so you really put yourself out there to be their friend and you kind of get rejected or it just doesn't go well, that could also be God's protection because maybe he knew that that friendship was going to drag you away from him and that it would drag you away from him for a year and you would fall into sin and into all these things that he wanted to protect you from. So I would say the fear of rejection is most of the time a way of God protecting us, which I think is a really cool outlook on this because anytime we start to feel this fear of rejection, instead it should be placed with this confidence that, okay, I feel like I want to put myself out there and make this friend or tell this person I'm interested. And then that way it's like, shifting from fear of rejection to, okay, well, that didn't work out very well and it was God's protection. 
So that's what helps me when I start to fear um, that fear of rejection. And the second one, spiritual warfare. This is a topic I'm I'm not too knowledgeable about, um, but I feel as though I've experienced from time to time, and I've heard stories of other people experiencing it. But there have been probably two specific nights in my life that I felt I had horrible dreams that weren't even just like, you know, a bad dream, scary, but like those, what I feel like it felt like is I was wide awake remembering all of it. And it's like truly scary, kind of like demonized. I'm honestly just speaking out of experience. It could be so different for other people, but what helped me get through the spiritual warfare, because when I had those dreams, I would wake up in the middle of the night absolutely paralyzed with fear, like so scared. And then it would make um, going to bed be scary for me and like reawakening this fear of like fear of the dark. Um, And like one night I just woke up in the middle of the night and was like paralyzed with fear and had my like sleep mask on. And I was like way too scared to like take it off because I literally thought someone was in the room. And it was just this like evil presence that I felt in the room. It was just awful. I can't even begin to explain it, but I had, and then like about a year before that, I had another dream like that, that, well, that was not really a dream, but this one a year before was like actually a dream. And it was very vivid. It was in my apartment. Like everything was the same. And I'm not even going to talk about it. (laughs) It was scary. Um, but basically like there was a demon in my dream and it was like whispering my name. It was so scary. It was so scary. But anyway, it created this like aftermath fear for me when I would like going to bed. I was just fearful even going to bed because I was like, I don't want to be woken up by this spiritual warfare. One, I do think that when you experience spiritual, spiritual warfare, I try and look at it as, okay, the devil clearly knows something about my future that I don't. And they see something coming that they're trying to hold me in this state of fear. They're trying to hold me back from whatever God has planned for me. So one, having the confidence that God already won and that he has such great plans for us. And most often than not, when the devil comes to attack us, it's because he sees something we don't and he wants to hold us back and hold us in this state of fear. So honestly, what I started doing when I got like scared in the middle of the night, there was this Psalm. So I started opening up my Bible to Psalm 91 and I'll just read the beginning of it. But this is a great Psalm for if you're experiencing like spiritual warfare slash fear in the middle of the night. It says, the one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. I kind of read most of it, but basically that's kind of what that psalm talks about. So I found that psalm and I I read it before 
bed every night. And then when I got like, when I was like really scared, I would honestly sleep with my Bible open to that Psalm and my hand on the Bible. (laughs) And honestly, this helped so much because it's like, you know, that God is your refuge and he will protect you and he will look after you. And he has already overcome Satan and his demons. And something else really cool, you know how, well, God is omnipresent, so he's everywhere at once. And Satan is not omnipresent. I don't know what the other word is. I heard it in one of the episodes from Becoming Something, their podcast. But I think JP said that, I'm pretty sure it was him, um, said that Satan can't be everywhere at once. Um, But God can. So God is always with you in those times, which I thought was really cool and kind of reassuring in that sense. The next, I would say situational fear so one of my favorite people to listen to is Sadie Robertson and she talks about her struggle with fear and wrestling with that and she would have like so much anxiety about um, being in certain situations and ultimately I think through this is putting it in God's hands and realizing that he has got you you're he is your refuge and in times where you have that situational fear, obviously, like, you know, be prepared if you're in like a really sketchy place, like maybe a pepper spray or something. Um, but like fully trusting God's hands to protect you and just in constant prayer with him when you're in those times to just give your fear to him in those situations. And it's not most likely going to happen right then in that second. It's like, bam, gone. Um, she talks about how it, it's been like a, an ongoing process and how much it's improved, but that it wasn't an overnight thing. And so situational fear is very real. And I think a lot of people have that. And I mean, it's good. You, well, it's not good, but you want to be aware of your surroundings and you want to not just carelessly walk through life, but ultimately we cannot let that fear overtake us because then it's holding us back from things and holding us back from all that God has for us. So just placing that fear in his hands and trusting that he will look after you and take care of you. The next I wrote down was fear of growth. So this, I will be the first to say is something that I struggle with. I don't even know if it's like necessarily fear. I don't know how to explain it, but it's maybe even just that like feeling you have when you have to do something hard and or uncomfortable things and so for me an example that was hard for me that I had fear was going to spectrum in changing our like wi-fi plan here which sounds so ridiculous to some people but for me it's like having to kind of just have the confidence like this is what I need to do you know, and, and talking to people and trying to get it figured out. And it was this whole long process, but ultimately I was like, why was I literally afraid of that? It was not that hard. I just had to talk to people and I ended up having to talk with someone on the phone for like 20 minutes, but I'm like, why am I fearful of this? This was not bad. And it probably grew me in a lot of ways of my social skills of learning how to do those hard things. And just like you have, you know, having to get them done on the other side of your fear of growth is breakthrough and doing things that maybe you're afraid of. It could be as simple as if you have a fear of like ordering and you're not like you get really scared ordering in drive throughs in 
restaurants and whatever it is, you just get like almost nervous and scared to talk to people. I'd encourage you to just keep doing it. Keep going, keep doing it because right on, once you break through that fear, it's just breakthrough from there. And God has so much in store for you, but we can't fully keep growing if we don't want to move from where we are and learn to do those hard things and the things that maybe we're dreading and don't want to do. So pray for strength in those situations. Pray that God would just speak through you, even if it's ordering in a drive through Like maybe you stutter a lot and just praying, knowing that God's with you. Like it's not even like dangerous things, but just overcoming your fear of those things because breakthrough is right on the other side of it. The last I would say, not necessarily one of my biggest struggles, but I do think that it is a very common fear. And so fear of dying, this is kind of hard if if you know someone who doesn't believe or doesn't think that heaven is real, but I'm here to tell you that heaven is real and that I know where I'm going. And if you confess and believe in your heart that Jesus is the son of God and he came to earth and died for our sins and came back to life, I know where you're going to. And even if you don't, I would encourage you to take that step, that leap of faith, because what do you have to lose? Jesus wants to start a personal relationship with you and get to know you and show you how truly loved and known that you are. And that being said, we know where we're going. We know earth isn't a forever place. We're here for a temporary amount of time. You can't take anything with you except for people when you go, which I think is super cool because it's such an encourager to just disciple well and tell people that Jesus loves them too and that he has a home for them. So I would ask you, what fear is holding you back from your breakthrough today? What is something that's is on your mind, as soon as I said that, that you have a fear of, that you've been feeling a tug to conquer, I would pray that you would have encouragement to do that today. And so I want to also give you some tips for combating fear of what I have personally experienced have helped and what others have said as well. The first I would, this is like the biggest encouragement ever, is that Jesus already won. John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. And so in these times of fear, maybe in, in spiritual warfare, it's like God has already defeated them. God has already won. The battle is already his. What an encouragement that is when any worldly things strikes at us with, and we have fear, but to know and have the confidence that God already won. The second, um, I've talked about in my last podcast, but just speaking truth over yourself and your situation. So even when I was young, this was, this is a very common verse I'd say for fear, but there's lots of them and I'll, I'll post some of them later. But the one that whenever I was scared when I was a little kid, like maybe for the dentist or, you know, something like that. My mom would say, Sarah, what's Joshua 1.9? So she had us memorize Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. So even at a young age, when I would be faced with fear of the dentist and I was in the chair and I was scared, I would 
I would say to myself, do not be afraid, be strong and courageous. And I would just keep saying this verse over to myself. And I promise you, it will make a difference if you cling to the truth that God says to us and love for us in the Bible. If there's a different verse that resonates with you and helps you in your time of fear, I would just encourage you, or if you don't have one, I would encourage you to find one, whether it's Joshua 1.9 or something else. There's so many. You could even just Google Bible verses that help me with my fear. Um, but just saying that over your situation when you're in that, speaking absolute truth over you and your situation. The third thing I would say is speak Jesus. There is power in his name. And so even when I am in the middle of the night, terrified by something, I will literally say out loud, Jesus, 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 because he hears us calling. He hears us and he's right there with us through it all. And how comforting is it to know that he's with you through it all? There's so much power in his name. Even when I'm struggling with something or I'll say I'm driving on the way to go to Spectrum, which I was scared, like Jesus, 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 there's power by saying his name out loud. And so I would encourage you when you're in those moments of fear to say his name out loud, even if it's just like a little whisper, like Jesus, he hears you and he's right there with you. The fourth I would say is pray, pray for strength, pray for peace, pray for trust, just or just talk with him when you're scared. Like, Jesus, I'm so scared right now. Please give me the strength to get through this. Please help me to trust in you and that you have me, Lord, and you hold are upholding me in your righteous right hand. Praying, prayer is powerful. Praying is so powerful over people, over your situation, over yourself, just in conversation. Jesus just wants to talk with us. It's so cool. We can literally talk to him whenever we want. And he wants to hear from us. Second Timothy 1 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. So tying into even speaking Jesus and the, there's power in the name of Jesus. He's given us the spirit of power, love, and sound judgment. He anything Anytime that you feel the spirit of fear, that is not from God. That is from the devil. And that is him trying to hold you back. And that is him trying to keep you in the same place. It is not from God. He does not give us a spirit of fear. Lastly, I would say truly trusting in him. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know him and he will make your path straight. I know that that's easier said than done. But when you start to feel this spirit of fear, trust that he knows how you feel. And that he's right there with you and he's not going to let you go into harm's way without a purpose. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're going to go through suffering and experience suffering. But it's all for his glory and it's all for him. And he's not just going to let you walk alone. Like I said, I think in the last one too... A verse that helped me when I I had anxiety about a situation or just fears. First Peter 5, 7. Cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. He cares for you so much. He loves you more than anyone. He's not just going to let you do it by yourself solo and, and just go about it all by yourself. He's going to walk with you through it. One of my favorite Bible verses that I heard about as a kid was Daniel in the lion's den. And to sum it up, basically, Daniel 
got thrown in the lion's den because the king made a law that people could only pray to the king and they saw Daniel praying to his God. And so they threw him in the lion's den and he fully trusted God and had the confidence that God was with him. And he came out of that lion's den untouched. God shut the mouths of those lions because Daniel chose to put his trust and confidence in him and knew that God loved him and that God was going to help him persevere and get through. And what a strong testament that is to how good God is, that we can be put in the hardest situations, the deepest, darkest places, but we will prevail because of God. The God of the mountain is also the God of the valley, and he will walk with us in whatever place we are. So all that being said, I would encourage you to do something today to slap fear in the face. That was one of the ending sentences in one of Sadie Robertson's devotionals. And it said, do something to slap fear in the face. So I would encourage you to do something to slap fear in the face today, tomorrow, this week. Do something that you're afraid of because you never know how close that breakthrough is. Lord, thank you for the people listening to this today. I pray that you would just remind them, Lord, to not be afraid every single day because you walk with us hand in hand, side by side. You are with us through the valley and through the mountains of life, Lord. Thank you so much for this opportunity of just sharing that you did not give us a spirit of fear, Lord, and that you have given us the spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment. I pray that the listeners today hear this and are encouraged to do something to slap fear in the face today. I pray that you would just trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. And I pray that you would allow God to be your lifeline today. Thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next week.